I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Doctor Who has the ability to make us laugh, to make us cry, leave us terrified, or want us to forget the previous 50 minutes of viewing, Chris. But there have been times when a moment fell short of the mark, leaving us creasing with laughter rather than cowering behind the sofa. My name is Rich, welcome to Who Culture, and these are 10 unintentionally funny Doctor Who moments. Number 10. Mr. Diagoras is Absorbed, Daleks in Manhattan. In the divisive Series 3 story, Daleks in Manhattan and Evolution of the Daleks, the cheeky cult of Scarrow have moved on from Canary Wharf to the Empire State Building because apparently Daleks' set gets tingly over tall things. After creating an army of pigmen, which is already kind of funny, the Daleks turn to creating another army of human soldiers with a little bit of Dalek in them too, because sure. Then, however, Dalek Sec takes things one step further, and in a vain attempt at some pre-Watershed body horror, Dalek Sec absorbs loyal servant Mr. Diagoras and births a Dalek-human hybrid with, I've said it before and I'll say it again, FACE PENISES! This whole sequence just looks cheap and silly, and being within this aforementioned polarizing story, it doesn't evoke those feelings of fear that Helen Rayner really wanted us to feel. Number 9. The Tesselector Reveal – The Wedding of River Song Series 6 of New Who had some incredibly strong stories, such as The Doctor's Wife and The Girl Who Waited, but it was also criticised for trying to do a million things at once by the end of the series. The Wedding of River Song tries to get away with far too much, and one moment stands out as being laughably dumb. The Doctor is set to die at Lake Silencio, killed by an astronaut that turns out to be River, etc, etc, spoilers, etc. But come the climax of the scene, which we've already seen at the start of the series, this inverted commas Doctor still dies, but it's actually the test selector from the mid-series opener, in a Matt Smith disguise, with a teeny tiny doctor lurking in his eye. Sure, it works narratively, but boy, howdy does it take the tension out of the scene. Just look at him. Christ. Number 8. Sentient Trees Save the Earth in the Forest of the Night Literally, that entry title is enough. Sentient Trees Save the Earth. I'll piss off. Also, the less said about in the Forest of the Night, the better. Moving on. Number 7. The Master Eating People, The End of Time Part 1 John Sims' master was a force to be reckoned with. After an exhilarating two and a bit episodes in series three, it was David Tennant's 10th Doctor Swan Song finale that saw our favorite Saxon return. The End of Time Part 1 saw the Master revived in some weird cult-like ceremony, but he returned both rather botched and rather hungry. 
After picking up a burger and eating the poor snack van attendant, he proceeds to scoff his lunch rather enthusiastically in front of two understandably uncomfortable characters. After they attempt to leave the scene, the master proceeds to leap into the air and crash down onto those helpless chaps, skull-faced and all. Now, while it's meant to be scary, it's all rather goofy. Now, don't get me wrong, Doctor Who is prone to the good old goof, of course, but this just didn't really land all that well. Also this. Look at him go. Ugh, no thanks. Number six, Mr. Halpin becomes an Ood, Planet of the Ood. Remember that scene in which Dr. Constantine grows a goddamn gas mask and gave us all nightmares? You're welcome for the reminder, by the way. Well, take that, try it again, and make it fall flat on its ass. That's right, it's Series 4's Planet of the Ood. Whilst the majority of this tale is actually quite dark and unsettling, and the character of Mr. Halpin is played brilliantly because we think he's a right cunt, the moment when the villain of the week is given his comeuppance doesn't quite stick the horrifying landing. Now, don't get me wrong, the idea of Ood Sigma poisoning him slowly, turning him into the species he spent so long subjugating is bleak and brilliant on paper, but the execution just doesn't do it justice. The effects look cheap, this particular part of the performance felt more comedic than it should have done, so don't hire a comedian to play the role then, and the whole thing just felt kinda deadpan. And it's a shame too, as said, the concept was great, but hey, you can't win them all. Number 5. Navigating the Asteroid Field, the Saranga Conundrum Oh boy, this one is a doozy, and yes, we're gonna get to that other Chibnall era episode later, you're welcome. The Saranga Conundrum was a mess from start to finish, and that's honestly putting it nicely. The characters are flat and boring, the set is incredibly repetitive, and the pating? I just wanna dropkick the f***er. However, the real winner of the Frozen Turd on a Stick Award is the sequence in which Team Bland fly the Saranga ship through an asteroid field. After strapping some LEDs to their head and trying to find the G-spot of the air in front of them, the lack of any visuals of the ship actually traversing said asteroid field makes this look more like something from CBBC Stupid than from Doctor Who. Also, Stupid on CBBC, what a great show. This episode was terrible enough up to this point, and this simply added a rotten cherry to not a cake, but a warm cowpat. Number four, pursued by Professor Lazarus, the Lazarus experiment. TV special effects, especially during the 2000s, were always very hit and miss, and Doctor Who really put some guff on our screens back then. Series 3's The Lazarus Experiment is a prime example of that. Now, do you remember when Saddam Hussein was apparently stockpiling PlayStation 2s for military use? Well, actually, it was the BBC, because they were using that hardware to render this monstrosity, and yes, that's me making a very long-form joke about this guy looking like he's from a PS2 game. You're welcome. While conceptually, Lazarus's transformation is horrifying, and I'm sure you can't think of anything worse than being chased through a dark building by Big Scorpion Face, this is one of those times where it is far more apparent the live-action actors are reacting to absolutely nothing. Speaking of a big scorpion face, why an actual face? Why? You could have done something like, I don't know, these guys from Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror for the face, but instead use a picture of Mark Gatiss photograph with a potato. Brilliant. Number three, the ending monologue, Orphan 55. Okay, here we go. Politics and Doctor Who have gone hand in hand forever, you can't deny it. The Daleks are a parallel of the Nazis, etc, etc, it's as simple as that. When political themes are woven throughout a story but aren't necessarily explicitly addressed, it makes for a fantastic sublayer in the narrative being told. But if the politics are the be-all and the end-all of the story, it does not look good on the Doctor. So, after the planet Orphan 55 is revealed to be a future Earth and the dregs are evolved humans, the Doctor spirals off into an incredibly on-the-nose monologue about how pollution and war are incredibly damaging to our planet, and the landscape of Orphan 55 is but one potential outcome if we don't recycle cardboard. Cut to a dreg roaring at the camera and cue credits. Some have said it was a powerful, moving speech by Jodie Whittaker's 13th Doctor, but most people were sat in a puddle of their own piss, laughing hysterically. In this presenter's humble opinion, Orphan 55 is the worst episode of Doctor Who ever made. 
But that doesn't include Benny. Praise Benny. Number two, the shirtless doctor gets tortured, Dalek. While David Tennant and Matt Smith's nakedness were played up for laughs during their tenures, Christopher Eggleston's ninth Doctor didn't get quite the same treatment. In the masterpiece that is Series 1's Dalek, Nine outs himself as an alien in front of the very, very horny Henry Van Staten. He's then stripped down and strung up in front of Van Staten's laser x-ray machine, which looks like it hurts. Whilst Nine definitely isn't enjoying himself, Van Staten looks like he's about to pop a Metaltron in his trousers. Good grief, look at him. Seeing Nine shirtless was quite sudden in itself, but having old Henry smirking, locking eyes with the Doctor and trying to get his Metaltron to talk just adds a layer of weird humour to what should be a dark, unnerving scene. It is unnerving, admittedly, but just not in the way it was intended. Number 1. The Moon Hatches. Kill the Moon. There was a ton of ambition behind Kill the Moon. A much more tense relationship between the Doctor and Companion, and giant goddamn spiders, no thank you. Certain moments like said relationships shine through in the final product, but there's one line that puts this entire episode to shame. The moon's an egg. Similar to In the Forest of the Night, the audience are just expected to accept these ridiculous things. Now, Doctor Who has done a ton to mess with the reality we know in the past, like the royal family apparently being werewolves and the bees are aliens, but making the moon a damn egg might be a step too far, because, you know, if the moon goes, the entire world's a bit bollocks, the seas will flood or whatever, I'm not a scientist, something like that. So the shot of the moon hatching from the beach isn't only weird in itself, the fact the creature that emerged from said egg lays another one immediately after, an object that's bigger than its body, just makes the whole threat of the moon just disappearing completely disappear. I don't think viewers were laughing at this point. I think they were more prone to sticking their foot through the TV. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. 